My name is Cassie Summers. Welcome to the Curious Universe podcast. Hello, my curious friend. Today, I would like to dive into the topic of proving. So why is this relevant to you? It might not be relevant to you. It might be relevant to you. And I've been personally really getting vulnerable with myself and looking at some of the things that I've been proving that I had no idea I was even doing proving with. I wanted to explore that with you today. I wanted to give you a few techniques to unlock where you're doing that and to actually see the limitation in the proving and where we've aligned and agreed. What was going on with that hair? Um, with other people's points of view about us. And then we prove them. It's insanity. So what do we even mean about by proving? Something that I learned uh, with the tools of access consciousness, which... You know, there's a link somewhere. You've heard me talk about it. Uh, it's kind of my jam. It's one of my favorite things in the world. What I what I discovered is that people only prove that which they do not believe is true. It doesn't matter if it's true or not true, but if they don't think it's true, they're going to try and prove it. So, for example, if um, maybe you were a kid and someone accused you of being selfish. And somewhere you bought that you were selfish, but you didn't want to be selfish. So you spend your life trying to prove that you're not selfish at all. And you're doing all these, you take these actions, you kind of create a whole image around being this really generous, kind, giving person. But somewhere you actually secretly think that you're totally selfish. You wouldn't prove, you wouldn't go out of your way to try and prove that you weren't selfish if you knew that you just had a generosity of spirit. See the limitation? Do you see where this can trip, trip you up and trick you up in certain places? So there's these areas. So it could, it could be from that place of what you were accused of being through life. Let's start there and then we'll explore more. So you might even want to take, I know I always say, make a list, take out a pen and paper, write this down. We're going to just do it again because I like lists and that works for me. And if it doesn't work for you, you don't have to. You can just do this in your head. You can just play along. Um, what were you accused of growing up or at any age that you aligned and agreed with that was never true about you? Maybe you were told you were terrible with money. Maybe you were told that um, you were too much. Maybe you were told that you intimidated people. Maybe you were told that you were mean. Maybe you were told whatever those things are, okay? To get a sense of that kind of, um, so energetically, it, it shows up 
a bit like a uh, solidity, a contraction <sighs> when you hear those things. Okay. That is an indication that it's not true about you. So let's say that you were the kid that never wanted to share their toys. Okay. And your sibling was like, you're so selfish. <laughs> That's a manipulation, by the way. That was your sibling trying to manipulate you. Now, if you went, oh my God, I must be selfish. It wouldn't have a lightness to it. When they called you selfish, then you might be thinking, Cassie, you're crazy. If someone said something mean to me, of course, that wouldn't be light. That's not how the light and heavy works. The light and heavy is actually an indication of whatever's true for you, not positive or negative. It's not all the polarity. It's just whatever's true for you. We'll have a sense of lightness. When there's a lie attached, it's going to have a contraction to it. And my sense is often we contract around that lie to make it real, to hold it in place. So if someone said to you, you're so selfish, you would have to contract around that lie and make it real and true. You would actually align your vibration with it. You would align you with that accusation. You would agree with it and you would make it true. And then because you don't want to be that way, you spend a portion of your life proving that you're not that way. Well, secretly thinking that you are that way. You might push it way deep down, like deep, deep, deep down, but it's still there. You can clear that though. You can actually clear out all these lies that you bought about yourself. Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't that be free? Wouldn't have to prove ever again that you were something or not something. Okay, so you made that list. All the things, all the everything that you've ever been accused of that had a sense of heaviness to it, okay? You're mean, selfish, you're terrible with money, you have your head in the clouds, whatever it is. You're going to write down all these things. And then you're going to look at your list, and I want you to ask, is this true about me, or did I make this true? Or did I align and agree with this as true? Yeah. And then you're going to use the tool, the access consciousness clearing statement. And we talked about this on other episodes, but if you're brand new and you're just hearing this for the first time and you're like, what is this clearing statement? You can go to www.thatclearingstatement.com for more information. We're not going to go into it here. It's just a magical way to clear shit. Okay. So you're going to look at everything you did to make this true, everything you did to align and agree with it. And you're going to destroy and uncreate it. And now here comes the clearing statement, right and wrong, good and bad, pop and pod, all nine shorts, boys, bobads, and beyond. Energetically, you might have to do it a few times, but energetically, you're just like breaking that up, breaking that lie up about you. And now you want to look at what are some of the things that I'm choosing or doing or being to prove that this is true or isn't true about me. Okay. <laughs> So, um, if you bought that you were terrible with money and you're trying to prove that you are not terrible with money, you might do a lot of control with your money. 
you might try and be desperately getting this reality right with money the way that whoever probably whoever accused you of being terrible with money you probably went into their world to find out what is good what is the right way to be with money or someone that they admired okay so then you're gonna you're gonna dynamically try to plagiarize that as yours <laughs> and prove that you're to prove that you're not terrible with money which gives you actually no freedom and no space to be your gift with money at all so if you can undo the proving yep then and you can undo where you align and agree that was even something about you now you're going to have the freedom to explore what you know about money, what you know how to be with money and create with money. Maybe you knew at age three something that your parents didn't know. Yeah. Because knowing doesn't come from a lifetime experience. Knowing doesn't come from what you've been told. That's, that's information. That's thinking. Knowing comes from you as an infinite being having access to everything and anything through all time, space, dimensions, realities. <laughs> okay, so now let's look at this a little even a little bit different, okay? Let's look at where you have something that's shown up in your life over and over and over again. So maybe it is, um, maybe you always choose the unavailable person. You're like, oh my God, why do I fall for every person that either is unavailable? So like they're in a relationship or they're emotionally unavailable to you. They're long distance. <laughs> okay. You always fall for someone that's unavailable or who doesn't want you. And, and you're like, what is this? Like, what is going on? You think there's something wrong with you, right? Well, let's look at the the proving piece. So you can ask yourself, am I, am I trying to prove something with this? Ah, you might be having some awarenesses, Bob. Bob, but maybe you're trying to prove that you desire a relationship and you actually don't. Maybe you choose people that are unavailable because you don't want someone available. <laughs> because you really enjoy the the freedom or the space that it gives you to not be in relationship right now. And I'm going to say right now, because never put something in the forever category because you are changing every single day. But if you are trying to prove and maybe even prove to yourself that you want, no, I want relationship. No, I really, really do. <laughs> Somewhere, you know, it's not true. But you're trying to prove it to yourself and prove it to the world. Okay, so now look at this with money. Uh, maybe you have a reoccurring something that happens with money, like um, mm, some financial disaster always shows up, or no matter what you do, no matter how hard you work, there's just never enough in your bank account, kind of thing. Okay, so you can ask yourself, Am I trying to prove something? with this money situation. Whew. 
Maybe you're trying to prove that you're not greedy. Maybe you're trying to prove that you don't want money. Maybe you're trying to prove that um, money isn't important to you. Are you trying to prove something with this? Get vulnerable. Maybe you're trying to prove you're not wealthy. And now you can go even further, okay? So I'm showing you, I'm showing you how you can use questions and explore, like you could explore your own consciousness to get a sense of these insane things that are going on that are locking you up and tripping you up, okay? So let's say you go, okay, wow, I'm trying to prove that money is hard for me. So that's what you get to. Shit. I'm trying to prove that money is hard for me, which means because you only prove that which you don't, which you don't believe is true. So that means somewhere deep down, you know that money is not hard for you. Okay. So you're only, you only prove something, which is the opposite of what's true for you. So you know that money's easy for you, but you're proving it's hard for you by constantly having some money shit going on. Okay. So this is two layered. Now we're going to go one more. So what, for what reason would you desire to prove that money is hard for you? If you, I mean, pen and paper, if write it down, if you have awareness is flowing, maybe, or even like pick, pause this, pick up your phone, make an audio, like let this out, let the, um, the downloads of consciousness into your awareness. Okay. This is gold here. This is a, you are, you are a gold mine and you're mining for your own gold. (laughs) with these kinds of um, processes, with this way of asking yourself questions. So for what reason would I, so that now you might have like, oh my God, I had a parent that worked really hard for money and I didn't want to have ease with money because somehow, somewhere it felt cruel to them because it was their greatest suffering. Ding. Whoa. So this occurs, this thing where you observe someone you really care about just struggling with money. And then you have this sense of ease with money and, and you're like, whoa, but if I have this miraculousness with money, this total ease with money, that's a cruelty to this person I really care about. So I have to validate their reality that money is really hard. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to prove to the world how hard it is to generate and create money. I'm going to prove it to them to make this person right because I fucking love them. So then you constantly create financial disasters for yourself. And then everything that is, (laughs) you can use that access, consciousness, cleaning, statement, right, wrong, give that, talk about only, church, voice, poems, and beyond. And let that go. Because especially when you say it out loud, when it's back in your world somewhere, um, you don't actually, you can't hear how insane it is. (laughs) But when you say it out loud, 
One, acknowledge, wow, you're so kind and caring. And does destroying your financial reality, destroying your wealth, actually create more for that person you care about? If it does, then that might not be someone that you want in your life. Because my interesting point of view is that if someone want, if someone feels better when I'm suffering, they are not a contribution to me. I surround myself with people that desire me to succeed, that celebrate when my life gets greater and easier. And if they're not going to be that, they're not welcome in my life. And what if you could have that level of caring freedom? That doesn't mean you have to reject them out of your life, but what if you were just willing to have the ease, to have the joy, to have the space. And you know what's so amazing is that whatever you decided might not even be true. You may be decided at the age of three, at the age of six, that it would be cruel to them to have ease with money. But what if it actually invites them to have ease with money? Well, you won't know until you choose it. So let's do one more. Let's do a different one. So we did kind of did relationship. We did money. Um, mm, body. Okay. <laughs> Let's play with this. So what are you proving with your body or around your body or regarding your body? Yeah. So what is, so get a sense of something that that might be, um, perhaps you're trying to prove that you can't have um, the body aesthetic you would like to have, like your body just won't do it. <clears throat> okay. Um, or you're trying to prove that no matter how much sleep you get, it's just never enough. You're trying to prove something about your body. Um, you're trying to prove that it, it isn't as strong as you'd like it to be. Or maybe you're trying to prove that you always have headaches. You always have some kind of body thing going on. Okay. So get a sense of anything that you might be proving with your body. Maybe you're trying to prove that you have the right body and the best body and your body's better than all the other bodies. <laughs> Got it. So now we're going to go into what is the opposite of that. So if you are trying to prove that you have the best body, the right body somewhere, you have, you have aligned and agreed that your body is wrong because you wouldn't try and prove that it was right. If you hadn't decided it was wrong. If you're trying to prove that your body is weak somewhere, you know that it is strong. You wouldn't try and prove how weak it is unless you knew how strong it was, right? Um, if you're trying to prove that you always have a body pain or you always, or your body just, oh, let's do the aesthetic one. So um, no matter how much you work out or no matter what diet you use, you can never lose weight, okay? If you're trying to prove it and get the energy of what proving is, I'm, I'm, it's different than just saying, oh, you know, my body gained weight this week. It's like, do you see like the energy of like, you're proving to either yourself or the world, like, look, 
here it is again. And you're just like proving it. There's usually an intensity and um, a density in the vibration of proving. Okay. Get that sense of proving. Get it on the, on the really obvious scale. And then you'll start to actually notice the subtleties because proving when someone's actually really refined at it as well can be very subtle. And you don't realize that that's what they're doing. Ask to have more awareness on what is the energy of proving. When am I proving? When, when are others proving? And just acknowledge it. Okay. <laughs> so you get that energy of proving. Um, so now you're looking at, okay, so what did you, what is actually true that's the opposite of it? Or what did you align and agree with that's not true, that you're making true? See those two differences? So if you have a really strong body, but you're trying to prove that it's weak, or if you have a weak body, but you're trying to prove that it's strong, you're trying to prove the opposite of what you believe is true, whether it's true or not. And then, okay, now we've got, so we've got the two layers. Now we're going to go into the third layer. You ready? For what reason are you proving that? For what reason are you holding on to this? Maybe you learned early on that if you had a weak body, that more people, people would do more for you. So you have this really strong body, but you're trying to prove how weak you are. So people would do stuff for you because that makes you feel cared for. That makes you feel loved or whatever. Maybe you actually like having a voluptuous full body, but you've decided that that's wrong. So you're trying to prove to everyone that you're trying to change your body. But what's true is that you love your curves. <laughs> no matter what I do, I can't lose weight. <laughs> but really what's true is you love these gorgeous curves of your body and you enjoy them. Well, when you clear this out, all this proving stuff, then you get to enjoy what's true. And then others get to enjoy it more too. <laughs> so what are you proving with your body? Look at what the opposite of it is. And then ask for what reason am I, what reason am I holding on to this? Because we only hold on to something if we decided there's something kind of valuable about it. Um, once we become aware of it, because there's a lot going on in our world, guys, that we're, we're just not aware of, you know, we've cut off our awareness to it. When you become aware of something, you've just done 80% of whatever it will take to change it. And now this is some of the other percent that we're playing with here. So for what reason would I hold on to this? Get a sense of that. And then if you're ready, if you're willing you can just destroy it and uncreate everywhere you made that reason true, everywhere you made it valuable, everywhere you aligned and agreed. And when you go into that proving piece, you are in the resistance and the reaction, which is not the action of living. So everywhere you've been living in the resistance and the reaction, of life through proving 
Would you be willing to strain and create all that? Right, wrong, get a bad, pop and pod, all nine shorts, boys, po bad, and beyond. Well, thank you for exploring this with me today. I hope you got a greater sense of your own universe exploring this, um, a greater sense of some of these limitations that we create. And maybe listen to this again or clear some space, really be with this for a little bit. Maybe write out a huge list and explore what's valuable to you, what's true for you. What have you bought about you that is not true and that you're proving is true or you're proving or you're resisting and proving it is not true? Because <laughs> when you can clear that out, there is a space of peace and freedom available to you in a space of choice for living. Because what if you could truly create yourself every day? Not from moving through life, proving to everyone or yourself, but from actually creating a living that embraces the gift of your being that maybe no one else can fully ever acknowledge because it is so grand, it is so glorious, and it is beyond anything that you could prove anyways. <laughs> Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it contributed. Please feel free to share it if it did. I would love to get this out into the world. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for exploring the curious universe with me. Your curiosity matters. And what if together we could create a greater, more curious world?